Another edition of the KQ2 Sports Podcast. Eagle Radio's Dave Rigert with me again. And Dave, week four of high school football, week four in Missouri, week three in Kansas. We're starting to see kind of, I guess, where everybody's kind of falling into place early on and now the conference schedule gets going too. Well, and after this week, we're almost to the midway point, which is kind of hard to believe. There's still a lot of football to go five weeks after this week. And a lot of teams have five conference games still left after this week. So there's a ton to be played out. But again, we're almost halfway through the regular season after this week, which is hard to believe. And uh, I guess we're getting close to October now, but we're starting to find out kind of who the legitimate teams are that might contend to go deep into the postseason. I think we've we've kind of weeded some teams out that may not be able to make runs and, and found out teams that hmm, they might be better than what we thought or they are who we thought they were. Yeah, you know? so, basically. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, I mean, we found out a lot about these teams these first three weeks. And we'll just quick rundown. We'll go through a few games. We won't go through all the games. I'll have a full list of all the games up on our website, too, at kq2.com. Uh, we'll start in the city. Central finally back at home after two weeks on the road. Been kind of a tough go for the Central Indians, 0-3, 0-1 in conference play. But this game this week, you have a Truman team that comes in. They're 0-3. Right now, Central's offense, they've struggled. They haven't had a touchdown offense yet. The only score they've had is a kickoff return. But I think this is a really good opportunity for this team to maybe get some momentum going here. And it was a game last year in which the Indians hammered Truman, 41-13. to And it's, looking back, I didn't... All the seasons kind of run together sometimes, so you don't always remember what happened from year to year. But even looking back, the Indians had a hard time scoring early in the season last yeah. year. And, and throughout the entire year, they weren't a great offensive team. That's just kind of they, they struggled to throw the football, and if they couldn't run it, then uh, they really struggled. But they finally got going against Truman in Week 4, and I think I'm hoping that's the case here this season. This team needs needs to have some success. They just have struggled so much. Again, as you mentioned, not even an offensive touchdown and – um, games are getting out of hand early, and then it's just it's a struggle to keep the kids involved. And I give Coach Trotter and his his coaching staff a lot of credit for just continuing to battle with his guys. Um, according to him, they keep coming to work for him. They believe in what they're doing. They're trying to set the foundation, um, but they just don't have a ton of guys right now that um, just as far as numbers go on their team and, and guys stepping up. And they've had a bunch of injuries right now. They had yeah. the – I guess they had kind of a flu bug hit last week with some allergy situations with some kids – They've had some linemen that have been missed, missed some time. Um, their top tailback missed some time, finally came back, and um, Austin White got the return for a touchdown last week. But they've really been kind of snake bit so far early this season. They're getting some of those guys back. Hopefully that will turn into points and a win against Truman. A Truman team that's really struggled. They didn't win a game last year. Central got them 41-13. to They're 0-3 so far this year. Um, they've been more competitive, it looks like, in their game so far, but they've played Liberty, Liberty North and Staley. So it's been a brutal schedule for Truman as well as, yeah. as it has been for St. Joe Central. So we'll see if the Indians can get off the schneid. They need this one. Um, as we've talked about with, with a lot of teams in the city, they just need that reward. They need that W, yep. and, and and that can get them going even a little bit more and get them more confidence. You talk about I mean Central's opponent's record so far heading into this game, 7-2 and two in the first three weeks. Yeah. So that kind of tells you, too, the, the, the type of team Central is. It hasn't been an easy first part of the schedule. But you talk about you know getting the W, getting things right. Bishop LeBlanc last week, Coach Eric Fairchild, you know, two weeks ago, said it had been seven hundred thirty, seven hundred forty-two days. I can't believe he knew the number. That that but. was what that caught me really <laughs> off guard when I he was on football tonight. All of a sudden he's like, Chris, it's been seven hundred forty-two days, and in my head I'm like, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. 
But when you take into consideration two football seasons, 19-game losing streak, and they get the victory over Veritas Christian. And and going out to practice this week, I did an extra story with them. Their team of the week did a story about, you know, just snapping the losing streak. The the guys really, I think, handled everything really well. I mean, they, they never quit during the losing streak, whether it was with Coach Dudick or now with Coach Fairchild. They came to work. They wanted to get better. They knew how hard they had it in the MEC, they the small school there. The numbers kind of kept dwindling down. You're playing Maryville, Savannah, Lafayette, Benton, teams like that. You know, year in and year out. You go to eight-man, you've run into two teams that are top five, and they had a shootout last week with Pattonsburg and North Andrew. Mm-hmm. They understood what was what they had to do to get better each week, and they they finally saw it when they took on Veritas Christian, won 75-14. But now they know... They can't just be happy with getting one win and just snapping the losing streak. No, and I think they're they're, they're still trying to find out how to play eight man football. Figure it out. A lot of these guys, and and to get the feeling of winning, it's there's no feeling like it when you're involved in a competitive sport. And for these kids, some of them had never felt it at the high school football level because they weren't even on the team a couple of years ago. Yeah. Now guys have come out. The seniors hadn't felt it in a couple of years. So boy, you can just imagine what they're going through right now and just the relief. Uh, to get that maybe monkey off their back, the pressure's released a little bit now, and they can just go play. And they saw that what they're doing um, can be successful. And they had a ton of success last week in scoring 75 points. Again, it's not a great team. Throw that out the window. Who cares? They went, went and played well. You still have to play well right. and execute and they do things. They forced turnovers. And, yeah, they did so, everything I mean, right. So give them credit for doing that against a team that is struggling, but still, they, they still won by 61 points. So they did a lot of yeah. things right, and that's only going to continue. I think they're just going to get better and better as this season moves on. And Heck, they've still got a freshman at quarterback. I mean, yeah. they're still a young team, and just young in, in football IQ as far as the eight-man game goes and just how to deal with different things. So. Well, it makes just to see how they, they do at Stanbury. It's a Stanbury team that has so much history and tradition and state championships here recently that's struggling right now and has dropped a couple in a row. And they sit below 500 for the first time in forever. Yeah. And uh, can LeBlanc go and play with them? Now, they're the team with confidence. Stanbury certainly isn't, unfortunately, for them. Uh, I'm sure they're hungry. Right. But they, they aren't filled with a ton of confidence right now. But LeBlanc is. So it'll be a challenging game, I think, against Stanbury because just because of the the tradition of the history of Stanbury and those kids right. have been playing football for a long time and especially eight man football, but a uh, tough challenge for Bishop LeBond, but happy for those kids to to have that feeling and, and play so well in doing it last week. And again, an opportunity looking at their schedule. There's not a team on their schedule with a winning record the rest of the way out as yeah, of guess, right now. Get some chances. Yeah. So, I mean, Absolutely. they have five, what five games left on the schedule in the regular season. They have opportunities. They have a bye week coming up next week though, but yeah, they have some chances the rest of the way. Um, another city game on the docket this week, Savannah at Lafayette. This one last year, another build-up big game last year. Both those teams, very good teams last year. Savannah kind of took it to Lafayette last year. That yes, was that may did. have been the need that that may have been the game Lafayette needed. They kind of give them that punch in the mouth, and they came out after that and played well the rest of the year. But I expect another physical matchup this year too. Well, that's when Savannah started to get rolling because they lost their first two games of the year last year. Mm-hmm. And then Clyber LeBlanc, then they, they scored 63 on that Lafayette team last year that was really good. Won seven games and, and got knocked out in the first round of the districts. But uh, that's when Savannah started to really get their offense going. They were putting up a ton of points. And I think a few folks on the north side took a little exception to what the score got to in that game when they scored 65 points. Um, didn't feel like it probably needed to be. 65. Right. Um, 
again, I can always see the flip side. Well, don't don't let us score sixty five. I, mean, I I get the whole argument of are you running it up? Are you not running it up? Whatever it is, but again. At that time, Lafayette was undefeated last year, and Savannah had only won one football game. So the Sab just trying to prove themselves, I think, and they did with that yeah. win. And they then they went on to roll and just lose to Maryville. Um, it was their only losses the rest of the season? Their their last two losses. But this, I think, there's a ton of motivation for Lafayette on because of what happened last year. I think it, I think it's real. I think they want yeah. to get a little revenge, so to speak. And this has been a good rivalry with some great games. Yeah, again. They're probably closer. I don't know what the mileage is. I haven't done it, but I'm guessing they're closer to Savannah than they are Benton. <laughs> Which is weird because I think they actually are because this is completely off topic, but uh, I looked it up the other day for Target is closer to Savannah <laughs> than it's Benton because someone posted that Benton t-shirts weren't at Target yet. Target's getting them now, by the way. Are they good? Yeah, Thank goodness. So Target responded to a couple of people and said, yeah, we're working on getting them here, but Savannah's actually closer to the north end of St. Joseph than Benton is. But like you said, yeah, it's a weird thing where you wouldn't think Savannah's closer than a St. Joe school to another St. Joe school. But well, hang on. I'm, 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 I'm just doing it right now. So it's 7.1 miles from Benton High School to Lafayette High School. Okay. Okay. So 7.1. Remember that one. And for Savannah High School, um, it's not pulling. There's the high school. Okay. It is. Oh, dang it. It's 12 miles. No. <laughs> Dang it. But it feels it close. It seems shorter. It feels closer. Maybe We're it's, way off. It's probably the traffic of trying to get through St. Joe. See, because it's much easier to get right to Savannah than it is to get all to Yeah, you don't have side. all the traffic lights that are never in sync with each other, and you're so stopping. So forget what we yeah. just said. But yeah, I'm not bitter about the traffic lights Throw, throw yeah. that out the window. It's still a rivalry game, yeah. okay? That's what we're getting at here. And I think some of it last year for Savannah was, too, they had been struggling for a few years, and Coach Schrader is trying to get yeah. some type of you know momentum going. That first year they were learning under him. Last year, a big step. I think you know running up the score, whatever you want to say, whoever side of the coin you're on, I think that was one of those things where that group needed some type of motivation. They got it against a good Lafayette team, but now this year, I think it's on the other side of the coin now where Lafayette wants to, you know, you punched us in the mouth, we're going to punch you in the mouth back this year. Too. And Lafayette, again, that was probably, you mentioned it was a good game for them to to get spanked last year yeah. because it did kind of propel them to the rest of their season and to do what they did. Um, and I'm anxious to see this game because two weeks ago, Lafayette played a physical run first football team and struggled with that, gave up 400 rushing yards and lost to center. Well, Savannah is going to be a physical run-first football right. team that's going to come right at you. Can they handle that better than what they did two weeks ago? I think that will be the big question. Now, the one thing with Savannah this year is maybe even opposed to last year, I think Chase Spoonmore has become a better passer. Um, they're more balanced this year than they have been. Looking at Coach Schrader's numbers that he he gave me, um, they're much more balanced this year than they were a year ago. So that's going to causes teams problems yeah and for them to go down to bristow oklahoma we don't know a ton about bristow but oklahoma football is really really good yeah and for them to go down there and win 43 42 they 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 travel the day of the game that's not easy to do wow. and they went and win, won that game by one point at a team that is winning seven eight games every single year so that's a good win for them they've won two in a row they found ways to win they're a little banged up on the offensive line but how can lafayette handle a, a little some physical play from savannah which gave them problems a couple weeks ago and, and can savannah cover the the spread open offense that lafayette has it's kind of a contrast in styles um but uh, it's this one should make for a really good football game i think this is going to be a really good one and this is also your game of the week isn't it it is it'll be on joe town 107.5 
uh, pregame with all the interviews with the coaches is at 5 o'clock, kickoff at 7 from the north side. But Lafayette hosting Savannah. In this, I think this is maybe the marquee matchup in week number three. And then we'll week number four, I guess. Four, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll lose track of it'll be a good chance on there, but at least, you know, this week I'll say the wrong four, way. So, four, four. Yeah, okay. I'll just keep hanging four in my head. Uh, Benton on the road to Adrian this week, St. Joe Christian, another bye week this week. Those are the five city schools, what they're doing. Um, quickly, we'll just run through the KCI. The rest of the uh, schedule will be up on our website, like I said, at kq2.com. Uh, KCI this week, North Platte at Mid Buchanan. I believe it's homecoming for the Dragons, so maybe a good opportunity to kind of get a bounce back one against the North Platte team that's you know struggled at times this year too. They could use it after what happened with with Lathrop. I know Coach Fritz said that they were kind of embarrassed and, and not happy with how they played. Hung in there for a, a minute, but got a couple of three and outs early in the game, but then just struggled after that. So they, they I think they need kind of a confidence boost after what happened because they were hoping to maybe take that next step and at least compete with a Lathrop. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. But I still think. They're still a class one power, and I still think they can reel off a bunch of yep. wins and do what they did or exceed that from what they did last year. Yeah, that was the thing. Well, you and I talked about it. We just wanted to see how they would match up because, again, I mean, they won't see Lathrop again. I mean, this no. is a one and only time. It didn't go, obviously, the way they wanted it to, but Lathrop's behind you now. Probably good. I mean, again, again a, lot of these, a lot of these games like this are good for a team that is the smaller school trying to get to where that team is at. It can propel you and show you what you need to do to become close to that and right. maybe make a run. East Buchanan at West Platte, Lawson at Plattsburgh, Hamilton at Lathrop. Plattsburgh kind of the surprise so far. Was, They're 3-0 yeah. so far, 1-0 in KCI play. Now, the schedule has helped them out. They have not had a real difficult schedule but they've still won the football games. And, and they're, they're hosting Lawson, start. too. Yeah. So that's going to be big for them. Hamilton, going to be tough going in the road at Lathrop. We saw what Lathrop is capable of doing. I think they're kind of the, the team to beat, you know, the big dog down in the KCI. I think it's them and everybody else right now. Yeah. We'll see if Hamilton can, can contain them. They had a nice win against East Buck last week. But, uh, yeah, Lathrop looks to be similar to what they were a year ago when they couldn't be stopped. All right. That was um, – List of games this week. We'll have the full list of games on KQ2.com. Dave, one more time, what is your game of the week? The Lafayette playing host to the Savannah Savages. 7 o'clock kickoff on Joetown 107.5. Week 4 in Missouri. Week 3 in Kansas. Should be another fun week. We'll have highlights at football tonight at 1035. And Dave, you you may make another appearance this week. I would love to. Depending (laughs) if I get everything timed out in order. (laughs) That's always an issue, isn't it? I'm really bad with time. I think I'm actually late to like two things today already. All right, get going, get going. All right, that'll do it for this week's edition of the KQT Sports Podcast.